Hi friends, it's Marceline of Stress Talk with Marceline Bailey and ML Bailey Consultants. I am a working woman who works a full-time job while building a business part-time or on the side. I'm also someone who has to manage a household, take care of my family, as well as myself. It can be overwhelming. Just trying to keep the balls in the air, juggling, and trying to keep it all together. It is also stressful worrying about what other people think and how other people judge how I'm doing the things that I do. Do they think I'm doing a good job or do they think I'm not taking care of my responsibilities? It can all be overwhelming for a working woman. Well, we're going to talk about how we can manage at least one aspect of the juggle today in just a moment. Hi friends, I'm back. I want to remind you to subscribe to my YouTube channel and you find that at ML Bailey Consultants. Also, I want you to follow me on Facebook at ML Bailey Consultants. I have a lot of great fun stuff that's coming up very soon and I don't want you to miss it. Also, please feel free to leave comments. If you're watching via Facebook, you're going to have to give StreamYard, the platform I'm using, the permission to post your name as well as your uh, picture. So I'll know who it is and I can respond to you appropriately. Well, today we're going to talk about stress and cooking. And I want you to stop stressing. I have some tips that I've used and I'm going to share with you that helped me to manage feeding my family healthy meals and saved me time. You know, it's really hard. I get it because I, when our kids were younger, our two daughters were younger, they were very active. We kept them active. They were always involved in different things. It started with dance, right? We started them with dance. Then it went to Taekwondo. And then we went to other things like gymnastics. And then Girl Scouts. They started Girl Scouts when each of them was in second grade and they continued to participate in Girl Scouts until they graduated from high school and they're life members today. But our lives after school were very, very busy. On top of that, my husband and I worked full-time jobs and then each of us either took part-time gigs or, and, and as in my case, started a business. So trying to keep all of those balls in the air can be very stressful. But it's also stressful when you think about what other people are thinking about you. 
We spend a lot of time worrying about how people see us and view us and what people are thinking about who we are, what we're doing, and how we're doing it. And so today, I want to share some of the things that I started doing, not only to manage my household, but also to help me de-stress. And I'm going to focus on cooking because that was a big deal for us, cooking. We spent a lot of time in our car because our girls eventually started playing travel soccer. They they expressed an interest in soccer and they loved it. And so they started playing travel soccer. Well, what that meant was they went to practice twice a week after school. Well, practice could be a couple of hours long. So in middle school, they would get out of school at 3.30 or so. High school, the same. And when they would get out, they would leave leave school and we would drive them to practice. Practice would last a couple of hours. After a couple of hours, we would end up getting home around 7, sometimes 7.30 during the week. So that didn't leave much time. Our girls had to shower, eat dinner, finish whatever homework they had left get us to sign those forms, whatever they needed signed, make sure we were set for the next day and then hit the bed by bedtime. The thing about that is when you're working, when you have a part-time gig, when do you cook? How can you cook? So for a little while, we used to hit those drive throughs I mean, is, is Anybody else out there like me, you hit drive throughs We used to go to Zaxby's. Zaxby's is a fast food restaurant that serves chicken. That's their primary thing, chicken. <laughs> also, we would hit Chick-fil-A, trying to be healthy. But it wasn't unusual for us to go to McDonald's. We'd go to McDonald's and, you know, they'd get the Happy Meal or the what is it? The Big Mac or whatever it was, those French fries that you can't stop eating. It wasn't healthy. We did that consistently for a little while until we realized that it wasn't helping them health-wise. But not only that, we were spending a lot of money, lots of money, going through those drive throughs So we were trying to figure out a way to cook more at home, which would be healthier, and it would save us a lot of money. So figured out a way to do that. How? By talking to people, listening to people, doing some of some research on how other working women managed it. So I'm going to share with you what I did how I did it, the outcome of it, and how you can do it as well. And I know you probably hear some barking in the background. That's my neighbor's dogs. They're just so loud. They are loud. There are two of them and they're loud, <laughs> very loud. <laughs> That's all I, I don't even know their names, loud and louder. <laughs> so anyway, I have, let's, let's get to the, <laughs> I know I cracked myself up. Let's get to the PowerPoint. I do have a PowerPoint today. 
let's get to the PowerPoint because I think if you can incorporate these time-saving tips into your routine, you will be happy you did it. And I know that I was, I know that my family was, and not only did, you know, at first I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but after like a couple of times, I was like, boy, this is easy. I love it. I grew to love what we were doing. So, okay, let me get to, give me a second. Let me pull up my screen and let's see, let me take this off because there. Okay, so now you can see that, see my screen. So let's, um, let's talk about stop stressing over cooking. That's our topic today. So you see this nice little setup here with the veggies and the avocados and the nice Roma tomatoes. And, and she's there about to cook some great stuff, right? And that was me. That's not my picture, actually. I just want to tell you that. But that was me because I was smiling when I went in the kitchen to prep for the next week. One of the things that I learned that became one of my um, foundational actions is meal prep. I had to plan what I was going to cook for the week and prep it for the week. Once I started doing that meal prep and planning, it was so simple for us for the rest of the week. We actually cut out our going to fast food restaurants to nothing, really, because we were we were more prepared. Now, when I talk about meal planning, what am I talking about? I would actually sit down um, on a Sunday and start thinking about what I was going to prepare for the following week. And I didn't necessarily think about um, individual meals. I thought a little broader. I thought about, okay, what meat am I going to prepare for the week? Um, my husband is a meat eater. And for him, a meal consists of meat and more meat and another piece of meat. So I knew that I had to have some type of meat. So I would start by saying, okay, what meat am I going to prepare for next week? Once I decided on uh, a couple of different choices of meat, then I could go from there and decide how I was going to use it. So, and I'm going to share share that with you, but it started with meal planning. I had to plan. Now, all of our meals didn't consist of meat and something. We sometimes had casseroles or we had one pot meals or there were there was a, a variation of what I was doing, but basically what I'm getting to is I would actually sit down and decide what we're going to eat for the next week. 
Now, many women, many people, I should say, are more skilled at this and they will plan for several weeks or plan for a month. That was a little harder for me only because I like to change. I might plan something for um, a couple of weeks and then decide, I don't want that. So it was a lot easier for me to take an hour to think about what the week was going to look like instead of trying to plan for four weeks straight because my taste would change, um, their palates would change, and I, I just couldn't get to the point where I, I actually planned four weeks out. However, you can find meal plans on the internet that will help you to do that. If you want to plan a, for four weeks out, a, a, out at a time, or if you want to plan for longer than that, you can actually find pre, pre-made meal plans that will help you to do that. I, of course, just did one week, but just with planning one week, that was helpful to me. So on Sunday, mainly Sunday, I would think, okay, I know the two meats that I'm going to prepare, and then I would go from there. Once I figured that out, then I would put together my grocery list and just to see what I needed and um, go shopping. So we would tend to do our shopping on Saturdays. So by Sunday, although I would check to see what else, what I needed, put my grocery list together, much of what I needed was already in my pantry. I always keep my pantry stocked with certain items. Um, My grandmother, my mom always called them staples, you know, sugar, flour, baking soda, baking powder, pastas, different types of pastas, rice, beans, canned beans, um, tomato sauce, tomatoes, what else? Um, Tomato paste. You get the idea, right? I always keep my pantry stocked with certain items that I know I'm going to use all the time. So we always have pasta and a variety of pastas, all kinds of noodles. We always have rice. Um, We always have beans. I love beans. Those kinds of things. Vegetables, we, we keep fresh vegetables. And we started doing that once I started this type of meal prep. But that fresh vegetables really only stay in fresh in your refrigerator for about a week before they start going bad. So, um, you know, sometimes it would be necessary to go out and buy some more peppers or something of that nature. But I always keep my pantry stocked. And that's something that you want to do as well. Make sure you have items that you use on a regular basis always in your pantry. Always keep um, vegetable stock in in my pantry because that's something that I always use. So I I wouldn't, if I needed to go to the grocery store, I wouldn't have to do a wholesale shopping. 
I would normally have the things that I need. And if I needed to supplement for a particular um, meal during the week, I could run out and get that. So let me go, let me talk about, about seven things that I did um, to lower my stress and to provide healthy meals for my, for my family while we were running around doing soccer, gymnastics, Girl Scouts, and all that other stuff. So um, here we go. So this is, this is not me, but that's what I looked like when I was in the kitchen cooking. First thing, I started using frozen vegetables. I always kept a variety of microwavable frozen vegetables in my freezer. I did that because I could. we could just pop a, a bag of those microwavable vegetables in the microwave for five minutes and we had our sides already prepared. As long as I had our entree, our meat entree, I could do a couple of different bags of vegetables and we had two sides. We And we got our full complement of vegetables just by doing that. The good thing about frozen vegetables is that when they're picked from whatever farm they're picked, they are free, they're frozen, and they retain their nutrients. So, and you don't have to worry about them going bad in your freezer. I love that. It was so easy. We started eating more vegetables this way than we had had before. So I always kept a variety of frozen vegetables. Here in this picture, this is just a stock photo. You see broccoli, carrots, um, corn, peas, uh, a mixture of, of veggie mix. And my family loved that veggie mix. So, and I would just kind of season it a little bit or um, put a little uh, bit of butter in it to give it a little butter sauce. And they loved it. Real quick, real easy. Also, I would pay attention to the ones that they liked the best. And the ones they liked the best, I would make sure I clipped those coupons or watched for grocery specials. And then that saved money because, you know, I'd get those few cents off. Also, if they were running specials, I would get a few cents off and we could stock up and keep those vegetables in the freezer. But microwavable, you could just put keep them in the bag, throw them in the microwave, five minutes, voila, they are done. So that was my frozen vegetables was one way to save time, to save money, and it lowered my stress because it was quick and easy. Another thing that we did, we would repurpose. I told you that, yes, and this is a chicken. <laughs> we would repurpose. I told you that my husband is a meat eater, and so we always had to have some kind of meat. So on Sundays, I would usually cook a couple of different types of meat. So um, I might cook chicken breast for Sunday dinner. And then during the week, we would use the leftover chicken in, a different, in different ways. For example, 
we could use the chicken, shred the chicken, the chicken breast, whatever was left over and use it in tacos. Uh, sometimes I would make a prepared chicken salad, just like you do tuna salad. I would make a chicken salad. Sometimes I would make chicken pot pie using a prepared pie crust. And all I would need to do was chunk the chicken, put um, mixed vegetables, peas and carrots that were frozen, mix them, mix those up, up, unfrozen, of course, and then put cream of mushroom soup in it, a little seasoning, not a lot, put it in the pie crust, cover it with the other pie crust, stick it in the oven, and it's done. <laughs> it's ready. Um, so those are some of the ways that we would reuse chicken breast, right? Or we would just have a, a salad. We would do salad greens from, we would get that bagged salad that was already prepared or which was really easy, bag salad, and we would top it with the chicken, shredded chicken or, or chunk chicken. So that was one, that, that was a number of ways that we could repurpose chicken breast that were left over or chicken breast that I cooked extra. The other thing, sometimes I would use ground turkey. I'm a big ground turkey user. And so with ground turkey, it was real easy. We could make spaghetti sauce, meat sauce. And if we made meat sauce and had pasta, like a spaghetti or rotini or ziti, whatever was left over, I could make lasagna with it. Or I could we could use it to top hot dogs. Like on a Friday afternoon, if we didn't want to do anything, we could pop some hot dogs, put, you know, warm up some hot dogs, heat them up, grill them, and then use the meat sauce as a chili sauce and make chili dogs. So that was another way that we could use repurpose turkey that was already cooked. So there's easy ways to, to repurpose um, cooked meats. We're also, uh, I started also using leftovers as my lunch for the next day. Before we clean the kitchen, I would pack my lunch and I would get a meat, I would get vegetables, whatever we had, I would pack my a lunch for myself. And at first, my husband was kind of skeptical of that. But then I think once he realized how much money I we were saving by just packing our lunch or packing my lunch, then he got in on it too and started doing the same. So just give some thought to this. On a daily basis, you can easily spend between 10 to $12 a day on lunch. And that's eat, That's just going to um, a place like, I don't want to, yeah, like Chick-fil-A or, or any restaurant, you can spend 10 to $12 a day buying lunch. And that adds up over the course of a month. That means that you're spending an average of 200 to $240 a month just for lunch. 
When I take whatever is left over from our meal for lunch, it saves that. So again, not only am I saving money, I'm also saving time because I don't have to run out to get lunch. I can actually sit and enjoy my meal without rushing and it lowers my stress in two different ways. I already have lunch, I'm not overspending, and I can sit and enjoy my lunch time without thinking that I have to rush back to my desk. So we've talked about a couple of ways, using frozen vegetables, repurposing. So how about let's double our fun, right? There used to be a commercial about um, for a gum that says, double your pleasure, double your fun. Do you remember that? I think if you have gray hair like me, you probably do remember. So when I talk about doubling the fun, I'm talking about doubling a recipe. And this is something that I used to do a lot. I would make, I would double a recipe and then freeze half of what I've prepared for the next time to use it at a later day, later time. This was so good. I talked about making chicken pot pie earlier. I would make the chicken pot pie and then freeze it. Just pull it out when we wanted it, stick it in the oven, real simple. Also, it's good for casseroles. It's good like if you want like um, lasagna, it's real easy to do that as well. So, um, you know, so doubling the recipe, freezing some of it, half of it for later is perfect. So why am I showing chopped peppers and onions? I'm showing that because when you chop vegetables like this, peppers, uh, onions, mushrooms, you can also freeze those and that helps with the preparation. So if you know that whatever you're making, you're going to need chopped vegetables, you can go ahead and chop those up, put them in the freezer, and all you have to do is pull out what you need. You know, just divide them into um, portions that you would normally use in your regular recipes. So just double up. If you're making soup or what have you, just double up. Instead of chopping one onion, chop two. Put half of it in the freezer. So for the next time, all you have to do is pull that out. You don't have to spend the time chopping. Another way to double up is if you take salads um, a lot, which I like to take salads for lunch, you can go ahead and get your salad greens washed and chopped and prepared. You can chop your onions, sweet peppers, carrots, and whatever other vegetables or additions that you like in your salad. You can, again, portion them out so that all you have to do is grab them and add them to your salad. You can also do that with your toppings like nuts, raisins, uh, sprouts, whatever you do, whatever you like to add, you can always 
put them in a small container. So all you have to do is grab and go. That's another way to do what? Save time, save money, and lower your stress levels. I love jump-starting my day with oatmeal. And I like oatmeal. I like steel-cut oatmeal, and that takes longer. I have a friend who says it's just porridge. Well, it might be porridge, and I love it. So if you, if you prefer to have old-fashioned oatmeal or oatmeal using old-fashioned oats, or if you prefer to use steel-cut oatmeal, then one of the things, ways to save time is to prepare it for the week and then portion it, put it in smaller containers for the week. So I'll make a batch of it. I'll just make a pot of oatmeal. And then I will evenly put, uh, even portions, I'm sorry, I will put even portions in uh, covered dishes so that in the morning I can either just put it in the microwave to warm it or I can grab it and go, get to work, pop it in the microwave to warm it. I do the same with the toppings because I like to put things like assortment of nuts, raisins, cr- dried cranberries in my in my oatmeal. And so all I have to do is grab it, just get my portioned out toppings, my oatmeal, and I'm good to go. I don't have to spend time going to McDonald's or another place or uh, Starbucks, Panera, and buying oatmeal that costs like four bucks. I can make my own and take it. Again, saving money, saving time, and lowering my stress level. You can also, in addition to cooking oatmeal like this and and making putting it in a small in containers, smaller portions into containers, you can also pre-cook things like rice or quinoa. Now these are grains that you can cook them, store them in the refrigerator, and they're ready for your use when you're ready. I love to use cold rice, or actually I should say that cold rice is perfect when you're making fried rice. If you use rice that is not cold, your fried rice won't turn out right. (laughs) It messes up. But cold rice is perfect for cooking fried rice. So, um, you know, if you know that you're going to have fried a fried rice dish, or if you know you're going to make a meal using quinoa, it's fine. Go ahead and prepare it ahead of time so that you don't have to um, try to cook it um, while you're also trying to prepare the meal. So another tip is timed cooking. At least that's what I'm calling it. Um, One of my neighbors works in the school system as well. She teaches and she told me that she cooks all of her meals using a slow cooker. Well, we also have multi-cookers like Instapot now. 
So these cookers, slow cookers, um, multi cookers help you to save time because essentially you can put whatever you're cooking in there and leave it. It turns on, it turns on when you want it to, if it's, you have a timer, um, if it has a timer feature and it definitely turns off when the meal is complete. So you don't have to stand there and stir or turn or baste or anything. You don't have to stand there and watch it. It will cook everything you need without your without you being present. That's definitely a time saver. How does that save you money? Well, again, you can cook larger portions and then you can reportion, repurpose those portions. Okay. Ah, quick and easy. Now, one of our go-to meals when um, we were doing all of that traveling and running around with our, our girls was grilled cheese sandwiches. We love grilled cheese sandwiches. We would come home. If nothing was prepared, we would come home, get the bread out, pull out the griddle, butter it. And in 15 minutes, we were all sitting down together eating our meal, grilled cheese sandwiches. It's quick. It's easy. Uh, we wouldn't have vegetables with it. Every once in a while, we would have soup. If I had if I had leftover soup or soup that I'd made, we would have grilled cheese and soup. The point is that grilled cheese is really quick. Kids love them. Adults love them. Also, it's real. They're it's really easy to make. Another thing that we would do that was real quick and easy. Sometimes we would just have breakfast for dinner. Scrambled eggs, omelets, pancakes, waffles are real. Also, just simple things to make. And so we would make breakfast for dinner. Our girls loved it. We loved it. Cleanup was a breeze. Again, with breakfast, grilled cheese. Those are really inexpensive meals if you make them yourself and it saves you time and it can lower your stress because you're not spending a lot of money and you're not taking a lot of time to do it. So let's talk about finally the seventh way to save time, save money and lower your stress. Convenience. Pasta sauce or spaghetti sauce in a jar is something that saves a lot of time. I know that spaghetti sauce that has simmered for hours tastes delicious. There's nothing like it. You know, it simmers over the stove for hours. There's nothing like that. But we didn't have that kind of time. So when we don't have that time, we will just open a jar of sauce, heat it, season it to our taste, and then pour it over pasta. Quick, easy, convenient. The other thing we liked, we'd get different types of pasta sauce like Alfredo sauce or three cheese sauce and use that with our pasta. Because remember, I told you, I always 
keep pasta in the pantry. So that was something that was really quick and easy. And what kid doesn't like pasta? Our girls loved it. They love pasta still. When they were younger, they couldn't eat enough of it. So pasta sauce in a jar. I know, like I said, you'd probably prefer to have the real kind that simmered for hours. But if you don't have the time, get the jar and that works. Also, another alternative is to use olive oil and herbs, something that we would often do on pasta, as well as pesto in place of, in place of the sauce. Now, I've also talked about, I talked about the roasted chickens that come from Sam's Club. One of the other things that... Um, the, the roasted chicken. One of the things that I want to emphasize with you as well is sometimes we would get the chickens from Sam's Club and those chickens from um, Sam's are really, really good. And we always repurpose those, but you can get the same type of roasted chicken at a grocery store like Publix or Walmart or, or, uh, any other grocery store that's close to you, getting those chickens and then you can repurpose them. You can certainly have chicken with vegetables, but you can also make chicken sandwiches the next day. You can use those chickens, as I said, to make chicken pot pie, chicken salad. I mean, there's a number of ways to repurpose. The whole idea with what I'm sharing with you today. Hey, I'm back. The whole idea with what I'm sharing with you today is to get you to think about how you can save time, save money, and lower your stress levels. And these are seven things that I started doing that were so helpful to me. And I continue to do it now because, hey, why not? <laughs> I want to take that vacation too and save some money. So these are my tips. So I want you to stop stressing over cooking, save time, save money, and lower your stress level by using these seven tips. I'm Marcelin Bailey. I'm so glad that you joined me today, but that's all for now. As always, take good care.